this time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, uh, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, addresses us with the Torah portion of the week. Today on Tuesday, Erev Yom Tov, Rabbi Yudin discusses the upcoming holiday of Yom Kippur. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom Tov. And good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. I believe that it's so important that we approach Yom Kippur once again by realizing what an incredible privilege Yom Kippur is, as I will try to show in several different ways. To begin with, let's understand that the Erev Yom Tov of Yom Kippur is different than all the other Erev Yom Tov, the days before the Yom Tov, such as on Erev Pesach, we can't eat matzah. On Erev Sukkos, there is no aspect of sitting in the sukkah. Yet, as we shall see, Erev Yom Kippurim has already a flavor of Yom Kippur. To begin with, there is the mitzvah of eating on Erev Yom Kippur. Now, it's not only that the Torah, as a loving parent, is concerned that since we're going to be fasting for 25 hours, please make sure that you are prepared. No, the Torah itself expresses that we learn from Parshas Emor, where the Torah says that you are to begin. V'inisem esnafshoseichem, you are to afflict your soul. One of the five places where the Torah mentions it, Betishol HaChodesh Pa'erev, on the ninth of the month, towards evening. Now we know that Yom Kippur is on the 10th of the month. Therefore the Talmud teaches a very important factor that whoever eats and drinks on the 9th is looked upon as if they fasted 9 and 10. It's not only preparation for the fasting of the 10th, but as Rabbeinu Yonah says in his Shari Tshuva, our eating and drinking on Erev Yom Kippurim is our way of demonstrating and celebrating that which is going to be happening on Yom Kippur. Really, we should celebrate it and eat on Yom Kippur. But what can we do? The Torah tells us that we've got to fast. And so therefore, our eating and drinking today Erev, Yom Kippur, is our way of demonstrating our faith in the very institution itself of Yom Kippur. And here, I'd like to go immediately to a very interesting insight, which we will find, please God, in tomorrow's Kriyas HaTorah, which in the morning comes from the beginning of Parshas Acharimos, where we read the Avoda, the special service that was done, Achas Pashona, once a year in the 
Beis HaMikdash. So towards the end of the Kriyas Torah, the Torah uses an expression, Chukas Olam, twice. This is found in chapter 16, Pasuk 29, whereby the Torah says, the Vaisolochem, Luchukas Olam, Literally, this shall remain for you an eternal decree. And in case you missed it, in Pasuk 29, the Torah repeats it itself again in Pasuk Lamid Aleph, the Inisem Shabbat Shabbason Hilochem. It is literally a Shabbos of complete rest for you. Once again, the Inisem is Nafshoseichem, something which is found five times, hence giving us the five restrictions which we'll speak about. And you are to afflict your souls. Once again, Chukas Olam, translated as an eternal decree. Rav Nevinsol Shlita has a very interesting understanding of those two words, Chukas Olam, which I think will help all of us in our approach to Yom Kippurim. He says, rather than understand it simply as an eternal decree from the word Olam, meaning everlasting, he says it is a chok, it is a law which we cannot understand of Olam, of the world, namely the whole concept of tshuva, which is the essence of Yom Kippurim, that God is willing to forgive our actions, our misbehaviors, our sins, our transgressions, and consider them as if it never happened. Amazing. We know that our actions have consequences. And the ability to literally erase and create a situation that my actions never took place. And more than that, if a person does tshuva me'ava, if a person does tshuva really in the right sense, the sense of repentance, literally with love for God and trying to restore the proper relationship between himself and God, then his misdeeds are looked upon upstairs as actually positive deeds. And how is that? He's using his negative aspects of the past to learn therefrom, to regret them, and to bring him closer in a more positive way to God. Look upon Yom Kippur as nothing less than a very special day. It is what I call a day of spiritual dry cleaning. That just as your suit, if it got dirty, you bring it to the dry cleaner. And 25 hours later, you pick it up and it's fresh and it's clean, almost like new. So to the soul, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us during the course of the year, unfortunately, we sully and dirty the soul with all different kinds of wrongdoings. And so, on Yom Kippur, literally in the 25 hours that we fast on Yom Kippur, and we spend a good part of that time in prayer, in meditation, in confession, throughout the day, this yields that 
our soul is returned to us in a very special way, literally, not just do we attain kapara, which is forgiveness, but tahara, purification, a very special bond is recreated between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I call your attention to that paragraph which comes right after our recounting of the Avoda, whereby we have Ashrayayin Rasa Kol Eile. We say how fortunate and privileged were those who were able to actually see the Avoda, this very special service in the Beis Amigdash. Halo Lemishma Ozen Dovan After all, the best that we could do is unfortunately to hear about it. And that in itself distresses our soul. But then right afterwards we say, then we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for and we say that it was literally due to your abundant mercy namely that you gave us one day where we are forced to stop and look and listen and see and evaluate where we're going and what's happening You've given us this fast day. The day of forgiving of sin. And a day which is forbidden to eat. When drinking is forbidden. A day when washing our bodies is prohibited. Yom Asu Besicha, a day when applying ointments and oils to our body, cosmetics, is forbidden. And Yom Asur Betashmish Amita, a day when marital relations are forbidden. And a day of Asur Ben Ilas Hasandol, when leather footwear is forbidden. And then what follows immediately is Yom Simas Avo Vereos, a day of incident instituting love and friendship. What an important postscript to Yom Kippur. What a way to look upon Yom Kippur. A day when we restore relationships man to man. Because as the Shulchan Aruch tells us, based upon the mission at the end of Yuma, sins between man and man, Yom Kippur is not mechapir, does not atone until man asks forgiveness from his neighbor. Now this is so significant that many say not only sins man to man, but even sins man to God are not forgiven until we ask forgiveness. Why? Because it's a package deal. Mikol chatosechem lefnei Hashem From all your sins, not just sins man to God, but even sins as well, which are uh, sins man to man. And that that's why the Allah says in Simon Tafresh Vav that we are to appease one another and ask for forgiveness. But it shouldn't be simply pro forma. Do you forgive me? No. Especially those persons that you know you might have hurt. Go with a sincere sense of contrition and ask for forgiveness. There are situations whereby children don't talk to parents and parents aren't talking to children and siblings aren't, siblings aren't talking one to another. And literally, 
Yom Kippur is that time which can affect that positive change in us and say that just as we would want God to forgive us and we say there's no such thing as things which Hashem does not forgive for. Hashem forgives. Yes, they might exactly be some punishments that go with it, etc. It might require all kinds of additional factors, but there is forgiveness. Man has to find the capacity to forgive others as well. And that's a prerequisite for Yom Kippur to work. The Suda Mavsekes, the meal that we eat before the fast, is very significant. It's, as I pointed out, demonstrates our optimism, it prepares us, and we don't finish it right before Yom Kippur starts. There's a mitzvah to add to the day of Yom Kippur based upon the verse that I cited earlier. The ideal that we should remember, we recite over the course of Yom Kippur, the Vidui, ten times. The first time, Vidui confession, the first time is said at Mincha this afternoon, so that Lifnei Hashem, before a person even approaches Hashem, Titaru, he should already be in that state of purity. Lifnei Hashem, before you come to God, Titaru. And that's why we go to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur. The idea being not only because of Takonas Ezra, but we go to the mikvah to, as Rav Salvechik like to say, the concept of being like a gear. We're newborn. We should look upon ourselves as a new opportunity as a result of Yom Kippurim. The five restrictions we mentioned earlier, if one has to eat on Yom Kippur, please call your local rabbi and he will guide you as to how one can halachically eat on Yom Kippur. Now what does that mean, halachically eat? I can't go through that now, but it's very important. If a person has to eat, please call your Rav. And especially for certain crucial medications that one is taking, please call your Rav and find out what it is that you should be doing on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur in the afternoon, at Mincha time, we read the Arayos, the prohibited sexual relations, at the end of Parshas, Achrei and the Haftorah for um, Yom Kippur afternoon at Mincha time is Maftir Yonah. I strongly recommend that you take out the Mishnah Brura and take a look at the Simon of Mincha and see the very strong destruction descriptive uh, analysis as to why we read Maftir Yonah on uh, Yom Kippur. I'm just going to tell you a little bit, look more for a very, very powerful Chafetz Chaim. Yonah teaches us that each person is put in this world with a mission. And one way or another, you will do your mission. Yonah tries to run from his mission. And the story of Yonah teaches us that you cannot. And each individual who might think that they would be able to run away from their mission, oh no, if you don't get it right the first time, says the Chafetz Chaim, you're going to be coming back the second 
and who knows until you ultimately get it right how important it therefore is and I just wish to close with the idea that just as we began Yom Kippur that is with the Suda Mavsekes the Machaber writes that we are to rejoice after Yom Kippur believing in the efficacy of Yom Kippur of its ability to literally transform us to give us all a new lease on life I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family and the entire listening audience of JM and the AM a Gemar Chasima Tova it should be a good Gebenched year for all of us a year where each and every one of us hopefully actualizes the very great potential that Hashem gives each and every one of us a very special Gemar Simatova to all